Welcome to the Real Life Positivity Podcast with Amy and Jamie. We are so glad you're here. We hope you enjoy this time with us as we explore real life situations through a positive lens. And now, I am Noticed co-founders and hosts, Amy Johnson and Jamie Lyon. Hey, everybody. Hello. How exciting to be back. We're back. And we're in person now. In our office. This is our office. Welcome to our space. Hey, uh, real life positivity. I'm Jamie. I'm Amy. Okay, we're on our episode or thirteenth episode. Oh, episode thirteen. That's feeling really good today. It does feel good. <sighs> so we are going to be discussing and navigating. We are. Hold on. Let me start. We're going to be discussing navigating the new so and navigating it. We're going to navigate that. <laughs> That's awesome. Thanks for your grace, everybody. I'm certainly not a perfectionist. That's that's good, but you are a person of excellence. So this will be an excellent episode. We're we're excited you're here. Thank you so much. We can't imagine all that you're navigating, and it just felt like a really relatable topic. So we wanted to unpack it today, and just know that you're in our hearts, no matter what your story is. And we all have a story. We've talked about in previous episodes. Can we all have our own boat? And we're weathering a storm, and it's there's a lot going on in the world. So we hope you know how important you are, and we're just going to navigate this conversation and all the new. Yeah. Yes. There is a lot of new. There is a lot of unknown. Yeah. And we have some um, partners in education, and some. And when we when I say that, we mean teachers, counselors, administrators. Yes. Parents, students, family members, siblings, the whole thing. Yeah, and community, um, community members supporting oh, education. And thank just you. Like, it's kind of the heartbeat of a community in a lot of ways. So yeah, and I noticed gets to touch so many of um, those different supporters and participants. And then because of that, I think you and I have this really full awareness right now of so many stories of people going through navigating. Yeah. Um, kind of the unknown and the excitement. I mean, back to school time is always that way. Yeah. Um, and so, but somebody said yesterday in one of the PDs that we did that um, they wish it was just like normal, like I'm happy to get new school supplies. Yeah. I want to smell the crayons. Hey, we still did. We like the crayons. <laughs> I'm like, no matter what it's going to look like, we're going to, my kids are going to need organizational tools. Yes. Right? So they'll need that supplies. Absolutely. So we went ahead and still had some, our joy in that. Yeah. And there was even a retailer who was like, wherever school's happening, I we'll know, be there. And I love that. I love that. Too. I love that. That's, so good. that's kind of an, that could be an I am notice slogan as well. <laughs> wherever this is happening for you, like um, we're here and we want to have a conversation about mm-hmm. how we can successfully navigate new. Yeah. So we kind of came up with a metaphor. Mm-hmm. Like you're driving down the road, but you've got to think about if you're going somewhere new, we were both joking, like, okay, we grab our phone, we plug in the address super quick. I have a little thing on my, in my car that like for my pop socket and I just stick it right there and I drive and I can kind of navigate and see where I need to turn or it tells me however I have it set up. But yeah, I've gotten used to those conveniences, right? It's easy, but I still, as we were thinking about it, like you still have to stop at a stop sign. You're still pausing for a pedestrian or if somebody, an animal or something comes out, you have to be aware of that. So there's so much within just the philosophy of navigating. And I think we're all doing that in the best way we can, the best way we know how. Yes. And we, I think um, 
are taking in the information. Sometimes we're even having a hard time um, figuring out where to take the information in from. Um, I know uh, sometimes one app will give you some information and another app will give you more information. Uh, Carl uses, my husband uses Waze. Waze? Oh, yeah, wait. And um, it's amazing, but like it'll pop up and tell you if there maybe is a stalled car on the side of the road or an obstruction in the road. So, and the way that 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 data comes in is people are constantly adding to it. So, if if you pass something, sometimes Google will pass something and he'll say, Hey, will you add that to Waze? So, it tells the people who are coming behind you. Cool. So awesome, except Uh-oh. you're relying on a whole bunch of random people to tell you what <laughs> they think you should know. Ooh, yeah. Oh gosh, that's something in and of itself. Mm-hmm. So it's it's choosing what and how and how much information you're going to receive mm-hmm. um, and guidance. And when I think about like the good old days of just like you're getting in your car, you're driving, and you don't know all the things, <laughs> you also get lost maybe a lot. Oh, that's a really good point. But, it's a lot. Yeah, and we've thought we. I think we can do all this a little bit because we are seasoned drivers. We're yes. grown ups, so we've been driving for a while. So we have those skills and tools that we've practiced. So they become a pattern. But we both have teenagers, right? Yeah. So yeah. that has been interesting. Teaching about driving and navigating. So really, there's a lot of parallels with life in our our. Our daughters. <laughs> yes. And that, that comfort level that you have when you have been driving for a while and you kind of just have a sixth sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can be really good. And it can also, um, I think, to be honest, it can let me kind of let my guard down sometimes and not pay as much attention as I should. So it's yeah. been great to be reminded. And then when they're watching you. I know. Exactly. Like exactly. exactly. Um, and Do so as I say. That's right. I, I did not just roll through that stuff. <laughs> I'll stop twice later. <gasps> Oof, that's so, and, and you know how fast I drive, so that's a problem. That's the rumors about that are true. I know. <laughs> so having <laughs> eyes on you. Thank you. Having eyes on you, though, does help you remember that there's a lot going on here. And so the metaphor for navigating new, thinking about um, as we enter into a new school year and enter into a space where we need to make choices and decisions and move forward. And sometimes it feels like we can't go yet. We need to. I was just hoping that today we could have a really quick real life. Yeah positive but yeah positive mm-hmm. uh conversation about how to do that um with as much ease as possible mm-hmm. um and how we could support one another while we're doing that yeah i think um i guess going back to like that driving example mm-hmm. um my daughter turned 16 in december and i was really just trying to practice not worrying about her and just not borrowing any buffaloes not borrowing any buffaloes what do you practice so yes. i was trying to practice being practical there, but being true to me. And I am not naturally a huge warrior, but I, I also feel deeply and I'm all the things and sensitive. And so I was navigating that. And so what I do actually have a tool there. Um, I would know where she's going, of course, have a pulse, and then I would visualize her arriving. Mm-hmm. So I would take the worry and replace it. And so one night I, she's called me and she's like, Hey mom, I'm I was here, now I'm headed to have some ice cream with some friends. Like, that sounds great, have so much fun. So I'm like, seeing her eating her ice cream. 
And uh, well, she we got a call shortly after that. My husband and I did that she got hit and they took off. So super scary. She's totally fine. But such an example of like, I wasn't focusing on that worry, but like life happens, you know? So she is fine. She, her car, she got a new car, like everything turned out okay. But like she was doing everything right. She didn't do anything wrong in that moment. And somebody, their choices impacted her. Uh, but we, we quickly didn't make that a part of our life, right? We like moved through that pretty quickly. And I think we could use that as an example here that I'm not denying that it was hard. There was also part in that story. I'm not like diving into all the details, but at the end of the day, it was a really short period of time. We navigated it. She's got a new vehicle. She's okay. Um, we are lucky in a lot of ways that the story ended that way, but I guess we can look at that journey as a parallel of navigating you. And so I think looking at that and reflecting Cora was a hot mess for a second, you know, she was upset, so. but then she was able to use her tools, gratitude and confidence. And, um, what do we know for sure about you and what goodness can we notice about the situation? Like kind of thinking about our cycle like kind of laying it over that, that word picture. So it kind of all ties in with the navigating and the driving and not saying it was perfect at all. I think it was lots of highs and lows, but I'm grateful now we can look back. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to being able to look back on this time and hopefully we can feel some gratitude for that too. Yeah. Yeah. I think we, we talk about, I am noticed as a proactive approach yeah. Um, and a lot of times we'll say, you know, it's hard to build a boat when you're drowning. Mm -hmm. And so when I think about what you just shared and, and having gone through that secondary, you know, second tier with you and kind of caring so much about not kind of caring, mm -hmm. totally caring so much about Cora and about your family. Um, what I see there is you guys were just you in an unpredictable, unprecedented, yeah. tough situation. Yeah. And so when you say Cora used her skills, I think that's really true. Um, and so I hope that for those people who've been following I Am Noticed and have been practicing with us for the past few years, mm -hmm. to, to hear this and like be, feel strong, feel good about the fact that those practices of choosing your attitude and choosing your I am's carefully, making sure you're talking to yourself kindly and yeah. um, noticing goodness and receiving goodness when it comes back to you and knowing that you matter and, and showing up that in that confident way, those tools seem so simple. They're just like one nail hammered in at a time, but they build and make us stronger and more confident and resilient. That's the whole reason for them. So that when we have to navigate something that we don't know, instead of our like mental conversation being, I don't want to do this. I don't think I can do this. Nobody yeah, knows what's going on. Fixed mindset, right? Yes. Like, you, like you were saying stuck. in the very beginning of our conversation, like that stuck feeling. Oh, yeah. Like you just can't move. And I mean, there's science behind that and there's trauma there. So again, we're not denying yeah. any of that hard. But I do think it's just having the awareness and hopefully the knowing that you can navigate it and yeah. move through it. And, and honestly, I think um, some skepticism for I Am Noticed has been that it's just so simple. The yeah. tools are just so simple. And some and of that skepticism comes from us as true. developers because we want to make sure we're providing 
um, heartfelt, scientific, proven information and strategies and tools. So some of that comes from us. Yeah. But then being able to see it. And see it and mm-hmm. seeing it in action and yeah. knowing that um, when we do invite people and ourselves to practice those things, we are stronger. We are more confident. We are more resilient. And so then when we have to navigate something, we take the information we have and we make the next logical decision. And then what happens when we do it wrong or we, or we make a mistake or things didn't go right? Guess what? We make the next logical, confident decision. And I want to just add, you experienced that too with your oldest daughter. Yeah. A similar, very similar situation. So yeah, it's not, it's not just staying in yeah. car accidents. And, and honestly, I recently, um, Carl was saying to the girls, like the most dangerous thing he's done as a parent is buy them cars. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and so there is a, an inherent risk to living life and, and putting ourselves out there and navigating these spaces. And, and so, mm-hmm. um, I didn't remember feeling like that as a kid. I was like, let's go, you know, <laughs> uh, right. So, but, but there is like a, an awareness. And I think that might, what that brings to mind, I don't know that we were even going to talk about this necessarily, but in the last couple of days with the PDs that we've done or last couple of weeks, um, there have been some new teachers mm-hmm. right out of college, getting ready to teach for the first time. And in some ways I could parallel that to how I felt as a new driver. It's like, let's go. Oh, don't know. That, that pure oh, excitement bliss and just almost a little naiveness in a kind of a good way. Yeah. You know, just like just there's an open road. Let's go. And um in the cases that we have uh, gotten to talk with those people, they've really tapped into their why mm-hmm. because they're not very far from it. They just got that diploma that says they get to do their thing that they feel called to do. Very fresh for them. So cool. And so, um, so let's, let's like look at navigating and talk about a few tools. That first one might be, you said you put it in your phone where you want to go. Yeah. So like that first thing might be knowing your why, what do you, what do you want here? What's the getting your heart set and that intention. Yeah. That, that really getting that want to mm-hmm. so good. So make sure you know where you want to go. And I think one thing that I have heard repeatedly that I think is really helpful there is no matter what, I want kids to know that they're supported. Mm-hmm. I want my kids to know if I'm the parent, if I'm looking at it from the parent lens and I'm going to be helping them with some virtual learning um, as a, as a teacher, I want my kids to know that I'm doing the very best I can and then I'm showing up and then I'm here to support them in their learning. And that one thing is like not enough to lay out all the lesson plans, but it is a great it, it does. start. It kind of helps get your heart set. And then I yeah. would say if, if that feels too daunting or that's mm-hmm. too big, like, you know, we also use the, the gratitude here. Yeah. So like, what are you grateful for? Mm-hmm. Be grateful that you have an opportunity to mm-hmm. impact a child's life in some way, shape, or form. And I say a child loosely, like from preschool mm-hmm. to, you know, senior <laughs> or yeah. college. So um, I think that gratitude is a really great yeah. tool here too. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And so I mean, I've used that. Like there's been days or moments where I definitely have gratitude, but it can just be like, what do I need? the air that I'm breathing like that gratitude can just you can just go back down to some really simple basic needs 
of life. And so it's interesting. We've talked a lot lately about duality and how there's like good and bad and, and we're really complex people. When you say I need air and I have air to breathe and I can be grateful for it, you're not negating the things that you still need to get oh. that you don't have yet. It's just that it kind of starts to harmonize or balance mm -hmm. out in your brain that there's good and bad. It's not all hard for sure. Um, so that's I what I you're choosing. That. It's what yeah. you're feeding and what you're feeling. So. Sometimes optimism gets kind of a bad rap. Like it's um, like you're not being realistic if you're optimistic. And so I think I've said for many years, like I'm an optimistic realist because I want people to know that I'm not just like yeah, relatable. Yeah. And I'm not mm -hmm. just blowing off all the other stuff, but what I find crazy interesting is there are so many people who don't use optimism at all mm, as a true. tool because they're trying to be realistic. And in all reality, that's a really limited view as well. And so being able to stand grateful for the air and I, and I'm also in need of, um, this road construction to not be here so that Absolutely. I can get to where I want to go, whatever that is. So that's what these happens. 22 detours, yes. I have them. So what am I going to choose? What's my attitude? What's my attitude towards the situation? What am I grateful for? And then once we get through that, coming up in here into the headspace yeah. and simple, just quick, like what do I know for sure? Okay. I am patient. I am okay, I'm safe, or, you know, whatever that language might be, hopefully you're being kind to yourself and that rhetoric internally, your internal dialogue and what you're saying out loud to everybody else and how that impacts people. So, so kind of like when we hear things a lot, they become our reality. So just our words matter so much. So hopefully you're having good conversation with yourself because it's, it's a big conversation for your life. So yeah. Be sweet to you, please. So good. And again, like you said earlier, you gave me a nice compliment. Thank you. It's like just being a person of excellence. You know, I'm not perfect, but just being the best version of myself. So I can still push myself, right? I think we get confused about that self-talk sometimes. Maybe I did as a teenager. That's why I bring it up a lot because like I wasn't very nice to myself. I was pushing myself so much. But then when I realized, hey, I'm not this way to anybody else, why on earth would I treat <laughs> me no. mean? So that's not cool. So once I was able to like kind of dial in and understand me and what I needed there, yeah, that was able to grow. And if you've never done something before, it's ridiculous yeah, to think that you would just rock it, right? That's why I ha I'm such a fun person to golf with, if you don't mind that I don't golf well. <laughs> I don't practice it enough to golf well. I think I would if I practiced it often <laughs> uh, but I don't so it, I there was a point where I was really hard on myself about being a bad golfer and a friend of mine who's golfers like how often are you playing hello great question you know and so it'd be like in my mind I liken it to if you like had a toddler or baby trying to learn to walk and you're like mad at them for not figuring it out yes screaming them that they're not in yeah. It's just stupid. It's like, you know, because if you haven't done something before, it's not going to be come as easy or look the same. And so, so I think um, with knowing that as our, um, as the people around us, as we are entering back into the education space, that there are so many things, so many variables that are looking different. There's, there's got to be an adjustment, a recalibration in our expectation for ourselves. And, right. and I've heard so many educators say, yeah, but that hasn't changed in terms of what's expected that we teach our kids. And as we figure that out together and as those standards get a little understood, 
I think that um, we'll all feel better. But right now, just breathing and saying we don't exactly know what this is, and I know I'm going to be the best version of me, whatever that is. And yeah. that's enough. Absolutely. Those, those can be really quick moments, like I was saying earlier, like quick gratitude of, oh, I'm thankful for the air that I'm breathing. Yeah. And I'm back to my navigating. A quick capture of, I'm resilient, yeah. right? Or I am patient, or whatever those little words are that you could. You know, you've got a lot of hours in the day. That can just be a quick thought that you're intentional about. I really do think it's a good, valuable tool. Yeah. And right now, I think people are needing some encouragement. And so just knowing that, um, and if you're watching us, you might naturally be a noticer. But just knowing that that's just so helpful, that tool. Uh, obviously, noticing the goodness in yourself, like you said, you making sure that you're talking to yourself nice. Yeah. Um, but but being able to give people just even the smallest of compliments or the smallest of validations, I see you, I hear you, you matter to me. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's I'm watching people just soak it up and need it, and it, and really fueling people. And so, in, in a space where I think we can sometimes feel like I don't know what to do. This is also overwhelming. I don't know what to do. Those little tiny moments. Who could you notice? And could you shoot them a quick text or send them a quick email? Or you might even be in your own house. That's a great, great point. <laughs> a great point. After a few months of living together, absolutely. maybe you haven't noticed for a while. So absolutely. So so just um, I, I know I've been guilty of that too. We get kind of comfortable in our own spaces. So whoever's around you that you could notice. And then um, in, in I Am Noticed form, be ready to receive it because it will come back to you. So um, I love yesterday um, during um, one of the sessions, a teacher said, I've never thought of it before as it helps people if I say thank you when someone gets yeah, me. Yeah, I liked how she said uh, that too. Goodness. So cool. I thought that was really cool. She's like, it, it, it actually is helping everybody if I keep it going and I don't just squash it by horse noises or whatever. So, Absolutely. So that um, was her frame. And we, I mean, we could talk about that I know. day. We had another teacher that wasn't in a very good space and she was apologetic for not being in a receiving space, mm -hmm. but appreciated our time. And so what's, I think a great reminder of that is sometimes when we're in a journey and we're navigating in a way where we, we kind of need that immediate gratification or we're yeah. used to those results happening really fast right yeah. in front of us. That training for her, it was, it was hard for her to sit in that space in that moment. But like my hope and our hope is that she's hearing those messages throughout this whole school year and they'll work for her if they're going to work later. Yeah. So it's not always just right there. We think about navigating too. Absolutely. And then, um, so we've been super excited to talk about ripples and that's kind of the maybe like the pinnacle tool right here. I think we maybe talked about this story a little bit on our, on our series here on YouTube, but we were in a school where this person that had a direct ripple effect on both of us was in the room. And so I think we were able to notice both of us were able to notice him. And it was just such a cool feeling. And um, we had been home after spring break and my son was a seventh grader at that time. And one of his teachers, several of his teachers had amazing communication. I don't want to not take a moment to recognize them and appreciate them. And I have personally with each of them. But uh, this particular message just kind of struck me in the moment. I was reading it and it was like, you know, we were in resiliency mode, right? We were problem solving mode. Like I was, 
on on the on the road headed that way and there was a couple detours and I was doing what I could and I was a young mom kids would have been crying I mean all the things right so just navigating so much new in that moment and and I really hadn't taken a lot of time to feel what that was feeling like I was just kind of an autopilot and there was lots of words about instruction and what the next steps were but then there was this last little paragraph at the end of his email this was to families and students and he said you know i just want to look back on this time and be proud of who i am and how i handled this and at that time we didn't know if that was two weeks or two years or we still don't know right so it one i was i was impressed by his words and they struck me and i i, I did i did have a connection with him and a relationship with him so i just knew his heart and his creativity and his confidence and admired him and I just bawled like a baby it just hit me it was so beautiful so immediately I talked to my son about it and then I shared it with my daughter and my husband and then we're talking on a zoom meeting at the time we were home and I explained it to you and read it to you and then you were crying you know and all the things and then then I just kind of kept that as a mantra for me for we did too. Um, we adopted yeah, the mantra. Like brought it, brought it into so many thoughts that it became subconscious. But I um, made the choice to really adopt. What do I want to be? Who do I want to be? How do I want to be proud? And what ripples do I want to put out as a result of this time? And one of the choices that I made was to make sure to take care of me because we are always telling other people that. And one area where I have struggled to do that in is with my body, um, what I eat, how I move. And to be honest, in a lot of ways, um, I felt like I was making effort to do those things. And really it was more just thinking about it, worrying about it, spending energy on it, but I wasn't really taking action about it and I just was like I want to be proud of how I've handled this time I had more time and and so I started walking and I started watching what I did and I think it's really big it's weird for me to talk about to be honest I like to look on your face because you're a good friend but it's weird for me to talk about but I'm 30 pounds lighter than I was in March which is crazy thank you I feel so much better and I feel so much more confident it is not the wow. weight. it's not the weight that I'm doing this for and I we've oh. talked about this but I just kind of want to clarify here because it is us we're we're very dear friends and colleagues and so I just I love it and I want to notice you in this moment because I'm just I'm proud of you for making you a priority which you do that anyway but I, I think it was there was a shift that it was like I'm gonna do this you know it was a little tenacity and a little bit of going against the grain of like there, the norm was like COVID-15 gaining the weight mm -hmm. so I like that Maybe that's what I needed was a little rebellion. There you go. I don't know. Now the truth's a coming out. Honoring. But well, I just wanted to no, compliment you. you on again the navigation piece of this, not necessarily your outcome or the end result. Yeah. And I would say that the outcome or end result is still evolving. And I think that's one thing that's interesting. When we have a big thing to tackle, a lot of times I think we want to get to this place, yeah. to this finish line. And actually the last several months in this specific area for me have been a really, truly, it's so cliche, but it's like about the journey. It's been about the daily, how do I feel? And paying attention to that 
and making sure that I keep it simple and just kind of stay true to me in, in that whole process. And, um, I think there's a reason why people write whole books on their weight loss journey or on their, um, life experiences, because there's a lot to unpack there, but really it's, it's simple. I had to, I had to know me. So people say a lot of times, what does self-care look like? And I'll say the first step is self-awareness. You've got to slow it down. And one thing that that time gave me was, was time to slow it down. Um, maybe that doesn't apply right here, right now, but I do think that when there's a negative, there's always a positive. And we were saying we have all this time that we're supposed to be doing these other things. And I think being open to growing and how can I use it was important. Um, but, but who I became as a result of those choices is far, um, a, a far greater joy than the result for sure. I think yes. that's, that's just always how it is. And so, you know, I love noticing and, um, yesterday getting an opportunity to tell the person who started the ripple, who was the rock, you know, mm -hmm. in that ripple that, that I was impacted and, and that person had no idea that message was never sent to me. Um, so that person had no idea that there was going to be impact with me there. And I know what I believe about ripples is that that's going to keep going. Who knows who's going to be impacted by that? Know, now right? you guys will hear that. Yeah. And so it just keeps going. And um, what I hope for everyone, I think, is that they get that moment where they find out that they had a ripple that made a significant impact. I love it when people can kind of step into their own worth that way and, and they realize, oh wait, I was just being me. Yeah, and I do think that is, oh, I love how you said that because I really believe it could be a tiny moment. Yeah. Or it could be a grand moment. Yeah. And again, those outcomes, like how that's rippling, it's, it's not like, okay, if I do this, then 10 people will be this. Yeah. It's just kind of that organic growth. And that organic spread of goodness that we completely crave yeah. right now. So I, I want to I want to be that rock. I mean, I know you do too. Like I'm driven, and I think that um, that when when we get to work with people, we're like, and and they're like, oh, we're your people, or I'm you know I'm your person. And the, when there's when there's a connectivity there, which I hope there is with you, whoever's listening um, to this message. I, I think one thing that kind of connects all of us is that desire to no matter the circumstances, no matter what we're trying to navigate or where we are, be that positive impact. Absolutely. And so um, one of the, the thoughts about a call to action today, today would be just to consider that. How do I want to be that impact? Um, and what were, what's the exact, like, like, who do I want to be, I guess? Yeah, I mean, do you, do you want to look back on this time and be proud of who you are? And I, on a personal note, I, we lost my father-in-law a few years ago. And his, his mantra was he was just so proud of everybody. And he, it, not everybody, but if he was proud of you, he told you. And you always knew, Bud would be proud of you. So I, I took that to a deeper level and that I wanted to be proud of myself. And like, would, would Bud be proud of me? You know, like somebody that you love and admire, and would they be proud of you? And again, I hope you hear our hearts here. This is not perfection. No. There are buckets full of grace here. And I think societally and just knowing people that we are a driven society and we feel like it has to look a certain way or we have to drive the right car to get to the right place at the right time. And I think why we love the metaphor with the driving 
and just the navigating is relatable, but I hope you can feel that it really is just about showing up, right? Getting in your car, plugging in the, in the address, going where you need to go and just showing up being the best version of yourself. And that and we always hope that that's looks like there's confidence in there, right? And that's they're proud of who you are. That's what that means. Yeah. And that looks different for everybody. And we celebrate you and we celebrate who you are and your story just to kind of sandwich that message. But speaking of stories, oh, like, like a little call to action. Yeah. What if you took a few minutes and wrote a letter to mm -hmm. yourself? about who you want to be as you enter into and navigate this new time. Yeah, so we've had since March with a lot of the new, and now there's new new mm -hmm. as we move into the fall and with school and what's happening in our country, and there's been all kinds of things there too. So, yeah, taking time to reflect and like what you want there. Yeah, so it's kind of like taking the moment to type in the address of where you want to go. Who do I want to be while, while I navigate? And just like when you plug in that address, you don't know how many stop signs you're going to hit or if there's going to be detours. It's just more about the why and yeah. the what. Mm, I love that. I'm going to do that. You're going to do it? Yeah, like tonight. Okay. I love that. <laughs> Friends. Mm. We appreciate you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Hey, we can support you and serve you. Please continue to tune in. We will be recording an episode a month uh, for the rest of the year, and then we'll kind of regroup after 2020, and hopefully we'll keep this going. But we're doing professional developments. We love working with kids. We don't know what assemblies will look like, but <laughs> we'll figure. we're going to navigate that too so we're getting creative on our end as well and just practicing your confidence so just appreciate your time today can add anything no except for that i love you love you guys bye. thank you i'm coming in <laughs> bye thank you for listening we would love to hear from you and connect we know there are so many resources available and we want to be on your list where you can find goodness if you are looking for programming to support positive culture for students, staff, and families in the K-12 space, please visit IamNoticed.org. From there, or through the links below, you can find all of our social media and ways to connect. Hope you feel noticed and valued.